Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. The go through some emails, check your calendar, see that you have a 45-minute break in the day between meetings, realize this is your moment. So you drive right to McDonald's to pick up something extra delicious ASAP. Meal. Thank you. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. Buy one of your select faves and get another for just a dollar every morning, like a sausage McMuffin or hash browns. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal valid when product served. Welcome to episode number 79 of the LSR Podcast. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by the brightest minds in all of the gambling industry. And on this Thanksgiving week, I'm joined by just a single of those brightest minds in Dustin Gowker. You can follow him on Twitter at Dustin Gowker. If you want to follow me, I don't know why you would, at Matt Brown M2. And of course, we, we appreciate you guys going in and subscribing to our YouTube page and going into wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're on every single place that you find podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. We really do appreciate all of that as well we're going to hit on some state updates and what's going on there we're going to talk about some numbers coming out of Nevada we're going to talk about you know some interesting angles from you know really the we, we joke about it tons of times here on the podcast about, you know, hashtag integrity fees, but something went down for the Thanksgiving slate tomorrow that is just interesting. And again, just for the reason why these leagues want to continue to distance themselves, in our opinion, from anything that has to do with money tied to the actual gambling on game sponsorships and stuff, by all means, go go to town. But uh, any any sort of money generated from what's being wagered. But Dustin, let's kick things off here, uh, starting about starting with Canada. We're going outside of our own border here, though we can't go to Canada right now. They don't want us. But uh, what's going on as far from a gambling standpoint? So, yeah, this is pretty big news, I think, for uh, sports betting in Canada and anybody who bets on sports in Canada currently. Uh, uh, we we spent a crash course in learning parliamentary procedure in Canada and what this means. But a, a, there's a bill that's uh, now in Can- Canadian parliaments that would legalize single game sports betting, or at least get rid of the ban on single game sports betting, much like we did uh, back in 2018 here in the U S with the Supreme court getting rid of that ban. So here uh, parliament would be, um, moving to get rid of that ban and then let provinces do this on their own. If they want to legalize it, you can, uh, you have, uh, you have parlay betting already in Canada, but this will allow for, for full legal single game sports betting in Canada. And this is kind of a big deal because it's a quote unquote government bill. This means that it uh, it's, it's not a done deal, but it almost means it's a dumb deal. Just the way, the way the things work in, in Canada's government. So um, you're we're looking at possibly, you know, having legal options there in Canada and uh, you know, it's a little maybe a little bit confusing for folks because there's plenty of ways to bet on on uh, bet on sports in Canada already. You have the black market offshore sites that's, that sometimes serve it. You have like a bet 365, which serves as, as Canada as a gray market. But, uh, you know, I think this is good news for Canada and uh, hopefully will lead to the expansion of sports betting sometime next year. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, you and I know just because we're, we're so tied to this industry, but I don't know if a lot of people know, but, you know, it is uh, there's a lot of gamblers up in Canada, actually. I mean, there are, you know, people who are it's one of the 
hotbeds for 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 poker it's certainly you know we've even had some expats from here move up there so that they're able to continue to play poker they're definitely sports betters as well we know that there's a huge correlation between that as well so i imagine the canadian market once it does get legalized and gets going is going to be pretty robust i mean the population only about the size you know the whole country about of kind of like california but um even with that there's still going to be uh, i think some pretty pretty good numbers coming out of there yeah absolutely there's still a lot of devils in the detail again the, the what's happening at the federal level in canada is just getting rid of that ban and then it's going to be up to the provinces so you know, what happens in canada is there are lotteries often running stuff as a as a monopoly which as we know from listening to this podcast at uh, ad nauseum that is not ideal so what, if that's what happens, you know, maybe a little less exciting, but you will have a legal option that, that's run through through Canada. You know, hopefully that some of the provinces, uh, the bigger ones, look at this and say, if we really want to compete with a with a gray market or, or black market site, we need to be opening this up beyond just the lottery. So a lot of devil in the details, but this is, uh, you know, something that Canada has been looking at for years. And it looks like it's going to actually happen here in the not too distant future. Let's take a look at numbers. We love numbers. We're going to continue to update everybody on the new numbers as they come out because we're we're trying to see, you know, we're monitoring not only the growth patterns of some of these states, but also what's going on as far as, you know, the, the landscape of the world right now. And is it affecting these states? Is it uh, or is it not? And, you know, look, good numbers coming out of Nevada, no doubt here, Dustin, but I think this is something we predicted or you, I mean, you predicted, you know, a couple of years, a couple of years ago that it was only a matter of time until Nevada became the number two market. And then, you know, as some of these other states came online, they might even fall to three or four. And I think now we are kind of starting to see the clear pattern that Nevada is pretty much the number two market now. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, well, let's start here. Nevada had a, had a record month, which is obviously great for them. In uh, October, $660 million in, sport, in handle from sports betting. That's uh, better than any month they've ever had. I think last November was their, was their uh, biggest month uh, ever. So, so there, there's that. Start there, though. But, you know, we obviously we've talked about the numbers in other states already. We have New Jersey with $800 million in October. So, it's pretty clear... I think that genie's out of the bottle. Uh, I think we're looking at New Jersey is basically just always going to be bigger than Nevada anymore. If it's if New Jersey is ahead of Nevada in the prime of football season, which is you know what we historically have seen in Nevada uh, be their biggest months, then that's not that's not changing anytime soon. I don't think so. Uh, the, Nevada is definitely now just the number two market to New Jersey. Obviously, there's more people in New Jersey. New Jersey has New York market, but I think you know I think Vegas has styled itself and Nevada has styled itself as the as the leader on this and uh, you know that's you know it's not going to be that and you know we, you can look at the other numbers and you're going to see this start to change uh, you know you're, you're right it's not going to just be number two this is going to be you know, Nevada is only going to be like a top five market eventually we have uh, Pennsylvania with 525 million in October so it's not hard to imagine this time next year or even maybe year later this year as, as more brands and you know Barstool and PA continues to grow like that Pennsylvania might pass Nevada here in the next couple of months or if not so 2021 so yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing, and we I I know we hammer this, but this is like Nevada is going down to limited capacity, not having people sign up. You're still having people sign up in person for an online sports betting account. That is absolutely idiotic policy. 
whether Nevada changes anytime soon or not, who knows, but it's pretty obvious that if Nevada is going to, you know, be compete for being one of the largest sports betting markets, it's going to have to change that someday. Yeah. I think that this is just, uh, like you mentioned, this is a, another reduction in capacity in the physical casinos and it's just another barrier to entry, right? I mean, there is also a, a full-time mass mandate anytime you're inside the casinos and there, you know, as we know, Dustin, there are people out there who just don't want to wear a mask or don't want to wear a mask in public and stuff. And so there's just all kinds of barriers in Nevada to getting new customers. Now, the people that already have accounts are, are betting a lot. We're seeing that in the numbers right here but getting new people to sign up and making it easy for even people who are still traveling who are still visiting you know there are people that are driving into vegas from arizona and utah and california and stuff like that and making it easy for them to sign up it's just not and so uh, hopefully there was supposed to be a meeting we talked about here on the pod a couple of weeks ago that got postponed where that was going to be a topic of conversation Hopefully they are looking at this and seeing what's going on and with the uncertainty of everything that's going on in our country right now, that they will, that, that smarter, that's, I'm not going to say smarter minds. I'm going to say smarter decisions will be made here as to how you can actually grow this market as opposed to, I mean, look, the numbers are like you said, it's, it's a record, but the deal is, is like, it's a record that could be bigger. Right. It's like, I don't, don't set, don't, don't be okay with the fact that you're setting a record for numbers when that number could be bigger if you just made one small change. Yeah. And, and you, you talk to sportsbook operators more in Nevada more than I do. And they were, they're like, Oh, this is a huge, these are huge months. Uh, okay. They're this, yes, they're huge months for you, but you're, you're falling behind. Like again, uh, yeah, again, there's lots of, lots of players. So you can't just say, you know, Nevada doesn't have equal population and, you know, tourism, not quite as big as it, as it is, but you know, it, it would be so much easier if you, every tourist who came to, to Vegas or Nevada could say, Hey, just sign up on an account. You don't have to go, you know, get some cash out and put it in a, go to the actual sports book. You're going to see your numbers grow significantly. And again, the, the share of it uh, in Nevada versus other States is still, we're still, I think we're under 60% mobile betting uh, in the breakdown for Nevada for October. So that's, again, that number is going to go up and also grow the market if you make it easier and to, to, to sign up and to fund your accounts just generally in Nevada. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hopefully some of the powers that be will, will understand how some of the guys that have been fighting this for the longest time, you know, namely station casinos, we, we assume that William Hill is not going to be on their side. This go around with William Hill now getting involved in uh, on the strip and, and having physical books on the strip. That was their big thing for the longest time was like, Oh, we can't compete with the people on the strip and yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, you've got books on the strip. Now you, we assume that that's not going to be, the case for those guys. So we'll, we'll see, but uh, interesting though, record month, but still trails New Jersey by a really big amount here. Let's uh, let's do some updates on some States here. Uh, start out with Ohio. Yeah, nothing huge to report here, but we, we do have this bill that's continues to be in play. It's uh, got a hearing and it kind of, it, it was a very short meeting, only like 10 minutes and the, the bill moved on. Everybody's trying to get this done before the end of the year. Um, it's hard to kind of, handicap exactly what's going to happen in Ohio. But as we said in the past, this is 
we, we've, we've lost, uh, we're going to lose some of the sponsors here after this year in Ohio. So there's some thought that if it doesn't happen in the short term and this during this interim period, lame duck session between uh, at the end of the year here, that if we don't get it done, Ohio could be waiting more than just 2021. You know, you kind of assume, oh, it'll, if it doesn't get done now, it'll get done in 2021. I don't know if that's an automatic at this point. So Ohio, uh, not great. We also have an update on Massachusetts. Uh, things are still aren't looking great there, but we do have, uh, we had a letter of a coalition of, of sports books and leagues as we've seen many places uh, say, hey, we want sports betting. So this was the signatories on this letter to to folks, uh, to a committee in uh, the Massachusetts legislature, uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, which uh, which has a physical casino in in uh, in Massachusetts, the Patriots, the Red Sox, and the PGA Tour, all on board with with sports betting in Massachusetts. So uh, you know that's that's a good sign, but we also have uh, the the dynamic of we have two other casinos that are, are pitching a different way for Massachusetts sports betting to happen. We have it's looking less and less likely that Massachusetts is going to legalize it as part of their budget process here at the end of the year. So again, I think we're looking at next year and uh, it's kind of what we're doing for all of these. There, there are slim chances of things getting done in Massachusetts and Ohio, but uh, likely not in uh, 2020. So let's uh, let's change gears. We talk mostly, you know, mostly sports betting here on the podcast. But this was, you know, when when you started the, the, the site so many years ago, it was mainly focused on DFS and how that was going to be legalized and spread across the country. And one of the states that has been at least for, you know, since you and I have been covering this for the longest amount of time has has really been one of the states that has made a lot of news strictly because it's always been very confusing as to what's going on in Texas. They had it. They didn't have it. It came back. We don't even know why it kind of came back. All kinds of weird gray area stuff there in Texas. But it looks like maybe there's a little bit of clarity on the way. Well, who knows? But there is a bill to legalize daily fantasy sports. Now, if you're in Texas, you're probably saying, wait, wait what? I can, I'm already playing DFS, DraftKings and FanDuel and, and some of the others already accept players in Texas. But this goes back to, I think, all the way back to 2015, actually 16, 2016, when the attorney general was one of the many AGs across the country that's, that uh, said he believed that DFS uh, c- consisted of, it was g- illegal gambling under state law. Now, that's you know, there's been a, an ongoing court case with DraftKings that I think is still active, but not really going anywhere uh, involving this. And it's still it's just a gray area like a lot of places, but it hasn't really, you know, it, it's kind of been off the radar everywhere. You know, this same kind of dynamic exists in, in both California and Florida, both places where DFS is a little bit of a gray area, but where fantasy sports sites do take customers. So, you know, uh, this this would have been uh, breaking news, stop the presses uh, several years ago that Texas had a, a DFS bill again. They only meet every two years, so and and meet for a very short period of time. So whether this gets through, who knows? But you know, obviously, ticking off more uh, legal, regulatory states for for DFS just makes things easier, and you don't have to worry about things. Uh, there still continues to be a, an outside chance that Texas will look at sports betting. There's there's rumors certainly that the uh, some of the sports owners there, in addition to obviously the major players in online sports betting would like to see sports betting happen. Uh, and you, you only get one crack at it every two years in Texas. So they'll take a crack at it, but it's, uh, you know, Texas, a place where there's not a lot of, of gambling already, basically some bingo halls and some card rooms. And that's about it. Uh, there's a talk of, of, trying to legalize casinos there too, because we have casinos kind of all around them as well. And tribal casinos, 
casinos, but so we'll see. Uh, but the DFS one, uh, yeah, we actually have a bill and we'll see what happens uh, with that next year. And to close things out here on this kind of special edition, we wanted to get some news out before everybody takes off for the holidays here. And this is more of just kind of a, a, a discussion with, with us, but you know, Thursday night football and we, we talk about integrity fees tons of times here on this, on this podcast and how ridiculous they are and how we think that this is a really slippery slope for these leagues and stuff. And, and by and large, we've kind of seen some of that go away. We hear it reek, you know, we see, we hear it's ugly head come back up every now and then, but you know, on Thursday night football, Dustin. So now we have a game that was supposed to go off at prime time. It was up on betting boards all week long. You know, a lot of things that people do, in sports betting is based off of news and betting is, is affected by news specifically betting lines is affected by news. This is a game that opened up between the Ravens and the Steelers as the Steelers being two point favorites. Well, you know, the news of coronavirus comes out on, on the Ravens side of things. The line quickly moves to four. We saw the line move all the way to five and a half, and and people are reacting and acting off of news that is in, that is very normal in sports betting. You know, it, this is it's it's unique to this year that it's sometimes it's COVID news, but you know, injury news has always moved lines, has always made people go in and bet a certain side and everything like that. And so everyone's betting this game, expecting this game to go off on Thursday night. And then we get news on thir- on Wednesday morning that the NFL is going to bump this game from Thursday evening until Sunday. And so what that does is for the people that were put on kind of the reserve COVID list earlier in the week, it gives them a chance if they were just contact traced, if they weren't actually positives, that they could actually play in this game now, as opposed to just as opposed to where they were definitely going to have to miss due to the protocols that the NFL has in place for being placed on a contact tracing. And so we, uh, you know, it's it's just when we start to look at things like that. So now the game and the dynamic of what people were betting on leading up into this game today has now completely shifted because players that were definitely going to be out on Thursday might not be out now on Sunday. And so it just it's just these cases keep coming up. And I hope that these leagues are taking note every time that something like this happens where you really just don't want to be directly tied to the actual money being wagered on the games. Just continue to take the sponsorships, continue to take the things like that. But stuff like this, where you're making just an arbitrary decision. I mean, it is, this was completely on the NFL to decide to postpone this game and it affects a betting market pretty massively. And we've seen time and time again with all of these, uh, with all these things happening. And, you know, again, this is just the most recent example of why they really should never bring this up again. Yeah. I mean, again, they, they want to seat at the table and they, 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 they constantly tell us, you know, pre, especially pre COVID that, you know, integrity of the game, most important thing. And look, look, the world that sports are existing on is, is on a razor's edge all the time right now. Like the NFL has gotten through most of a season with a lot of rescheduling and, uh, you know, being maybe a little loosey goosey with trying to get games in and just, you know, letting people, you know, letting people play. And, but you're right. It's like, it's hard to look at this and, and, you know, it's, it's so hard, number one, to book this. And if you're not, and if you're not a partner of the, of the leagues in, in this, like the leagues are just hap- like, they're doing whatever they need to do with the games. Great for them. But on the sports betting side, it wreaks havoc, right? It wreaks havoc if you're a better, it wreaks havoc if you're, if you're booking this stuff. And yeah, I, you know, I, I just, it, it does make you think about when you, when you, the league say we need to be a, a huge part of what sports betting is like, yes, take your sponsor. Take uh, whatever else, but you you know 
you're you're right now you're manipulating what's happening in the sports betting markets by you know just trying to get the games in again that's no fault right. of theirs but you know if you want that seat at the table like that's because there's a different dynamic i think that comes on for sure Exactly. You have to understand the implications of your actions, right? If you're, if, if that is something that you are now directly tied to and a part of like right now, like we said, sponsorships, the betting lounges, the different things like that, by all means go to town on all of that stuff. But if you're actually taking a piece of what's going on, you have now directly changed how that market is going to function and the money that has already been poured into that market. And so it is just a very, very tricky and slippery slope when we're talking about all this. And look, we don't know when we're going to be out of the woods with with all this coronavirus stuff. I mean, yeah, it seems promising that there's all these vaccines that look to be doing well and all that. But I mean, who knows how long it's going to actually take us to get back to quote unquote normal. And so we could be dealing with this I mean, we're definitely going to be dealing with it in NBA season. It starts in a month. So right. um, we're, we're so, you know, it's, it's just you look at these things and it's kind of like, guys, hopefully you're understanding and you're seeing what's going on here and realizing all of these potential pitfalls that we've been preaching from the get go is is real. And certainly, you know, we didn't foresee a global pandemic, but these are also things that just, hey, weird things happen, weird things pop up. And it's even more reason for them to distance themselves. Yeah. And look, and even stepping back even further, just look at sports in general. Like, again, you can we can quibble about what's a real season, what's not. I'd, I'd argue the Major League Baseball season, even though we got to the to play the two teams at the end who were the best in the regular season. That was that was a glorified exhibition. We played 60 games where we usually play 162. Like it's, you know, you you. you you, you got the season done. Great. That's not some of me. That's not the, the quote unquote integrity of the game that we like to hear from, from major league baseball and all the other leagues that they, they had to get, they tried to get a season done again. I don't blame them for that, but this is not like, you're not playing the season to, to, you know, uh, at, the, at the sake of integrity, if you were, if you, if integrity was you actually your most cons- uh, biggest concern, you just wouldn't play the games, right? That's not. That's obviously BS. That's right. Biz- this is business. They have to. Everybody needs to make money. We want to have games, and we want to watch games. Sure, that's where it gets. And you, you look at, you start looking at like, college football, college basketball again, like college basketball. Like I think I saw like some little over 10% of the teams are on pause right now. There are games already. The season starts today. There are already games being canceled or postponed and, and what have you. Uh, college football. The, the interesting thing I saw was uh, Wisconsin is now ineligible for the big 10 title game and Northwestern now just needs to win one of its last three games to win, a, <laughs> win the big, to get to the big 10 title game. These are, again, these are things that are in the world we live in and, and, and fine. Yes, let's play the games, but these are, this is not like, "Quote unquote integrity" is not what we're trying to do. We're just trying to get games and play and make money. Uh, the integrity of the game is kind of thrown out the window, at least you know, not on the bet gambling side, but just like the product that you're seeing on the field and on the courts. Uh, and the, the that that's what that's just always in the back of my mind when I'm watching sports and I hear and I remember what all the leagues and the NCAA have told us that integrity is so important. But again, they're just trying to get games in, and I don't blame right. them for that, right? Yeah, I'm with you. And it's uh, I just it's we as we see this continue to play out I, and, and from a sports book standpoint, I mean, this has to be taking a toll on them as well. I mean, all the big betters that I know, especially for college basketball and the NBA as it's uh, going to get going here in a month and all that, like 
nobody's placing futures bets, right? right? Like nobody wants to have any money locked into what is just a gigantic cloud of uncertainty over all of these sports and how things are going to play out, how many games are actually going to get played or what kind of format are we going to get when we get to the playoffs and how's that all going to work? And so, you know, I, from these books as well, you know, I mean, it's a, it's, it, this has been pretty terrible for those guys as they kind of make it through all this as well. The money that they're normally getting on, on, these markets that they love to get in these futures bets because again only one team wins so like (laughs) every dollar you get on every other team is profit you know so um it's just uh it's it's affecting those guys as well and i've I've talked to a lot of them like yeah you know i mean our handle on these futures markets are just a you know a fraction of what they've been in years past and so it's just in all this weird times all this weird uncertainty and things like that i just i I, I, I like the fact where we sit right now, Dustin. I mean, everything is not completely ideal, but uh, I like where we are and I hope nothing changes. Yeah. And the, uh, and from the betting perspective, yeah, I mean, there's opportunities, obviously, as a better. If you have if you see this information quickly, there are opportunities, but it's also a little bit better bet at your own risk. Right. There's you're, yeah. like you said with Thursday night game, you're betting with imperfect information and with 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 things able to change and times and who's going to play all you're like you're, you're, you're betting with imperfect information. Always remember that. Even if you think you have an edge, like, and again, I can explain uh, even with the, the books who are fairly sophisticated at this there, I'd, I'd imagine it's a mess generally trying to, to deal with, with the, you know, I, I can't keep straight what's, what's going on, uh, on, on a daily basis on whether something's <laughs> canceled or not. Like that's like, that's part, that's something you, you didn't even have to really worry about that much as a bookmaker. And now you're like, right. Just as the game going off, do I have to, do we have to avoid bets? Do we have stipulations that allow this game to go on? Like, and what I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Superbook had this one, uh, they changed the rule for college basketball that the game doesn't have to take place at the, at the original venue that it, that the action is good no matter what, or I think that's what it was, but it, it, it's just, it's just weird, interesting times for, for sports betting and booking and betting. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm staying off of the college basketball season by and large, you know um, it's just a, it's just something I don't want to be involved in. I, um, you know, with, with, with all the uncertainty and things like that, I, I can't really get involved with any of that. And I, you know, I, I feel bad for some of these, for some of these, you know, guys out there. I mean, some of these books, I mean, we're, Dustin, we've already seen, I mean, like we're in a time of consolidation, right? I mean, like there is, there are going to be other companies by other companies in, you know, in the next 18 months. We just know that we've seen it happen in any, in every single facet of these of gambling that you and I've covered, right? I mean, like when there was the online poker boom and then, and then there was consolidation, there was the DFS boom. And then there was consolidation. We've already started to see some consolidation in sports betting, I imagine we're going to see more of it over the next 18 months, you know, uh, some acquisitions, some mergers, some whatever it might be. And so um, weird, weird, weird times. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't cause too much wreckage throughout the course of the industry. Yeah. uh, Give me the vaccine and stick it in my eyeball or wherever. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it whenever we get get it, please. Seriously, if I can get, I know if I can get back to normalcy, listen, I'll take the (laughs) vaccine twice. Like I don't even like, I don't care. One in each arm, stick me twice. I don't even, I don't even care. I'm just ready to get back to normal as soon as humanly possible guys uh everything we talk about over at legalsportsreport.com so be sure head over there and anything that you have questions on you're going to find it over there 
as well. You're going to find uh, Dustin Adams, great work, Matt Waters, everybody's uh, Brad Allen, some really good work going on over there. So be sure and take in all that stuff. Subscribe, rate, and review and head over to the YouTube page. Go ahead and give us a subscription over there as well. Whenever you get some time, follow Dustin at Dustin Galker. And again, if you hate yourself on this Thanksgiving, you can follow me at Matt Brown M2. Happy holidays to everyone out there for Dustin. I'm Matt. Talk to you guys next week. The go through some emails, check your calendar, see that you have a 45-minute break in the day between meetings, realize this is your moment. So you drive right to McDonald's to pick up something extra delicious ASAP. Meal. Thank you. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. Buy one of your select faves and get another for just a dollar every morning, like a sausage McMuffin or hash browns. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Camel meal valid when product served. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.